Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Today in Business from Wired. Open Door's iBuyer model is a canary in the economic coal mine. The company is losing huge sums of money on cookie cutter homes, suggesting a fundamental weakness in the U.S. housing market. By Chris Stokel Walker. Open Door is taking a pounding. 42% of the homes it sold in August made a loss, according to an analysis by market research firm Yipit Data. In places like Phoenix, Arizona, where cookie cutter houses have attracted so called iBuyers en masse, the numbers are even worse. Here, three out of every four homes Open Door sold in August lost money. The company blames its current struggles on the most rapid change in residential real estate fundamentals in 40 years. It's a change that's hitting Open Door and its competitors hard right now, and it could be coming for millions of homeowners next. Like the housing market on steroids, iBuyers more keenly feel small shifts in house prices, both up and down, as they try to squeeze profits out of tiny margins. These companies use algorithmic pricing powered by reams of big data to offer house sellers a below market average deal in exchange for completing sales quickly. They then flip the properties and bank the profits. That's the theory, anyway. Dodd Fraser, Open Door's chief capital officer, confirms the company is losing money but disputes the numbers. He says Open Door actually made a loss on just 20% of sales in August, not 42%. Fraser declined to give an official number because the company is in a closed financial period. Yipit Data spokesperson Nico Wada stood by the 42% figure, saying the firm's statistics don't include Open Door's service fees because historically they have been offset by resale costs Open Door faces. Whichever way you slice it, iBuyers are vulnerable to swings in the market. So, what amounts to an undetectable tremor for individual buyers can become an almighty rumble for iBuyers. And while Open Door's algorithm might not be smart enough to stop overbidding on houses that are dropping in value, it is smart enough to see into the future. And what it's seeing right now doesn't look pretty. Just a few months ago, Open Door was more bullish. In February 2022, four months after rival firm Zillow realized it couldn't make iBuying work, Ian Wong, chief technology officer and co founder of Open Door, said that his company was less exposed to wider issues in the housing market because it didn't rely as heavily on automated valuation models or pricing homes through AI. But as the U.S. housing market continues to slide, iBuyers face an uphill struggle. 
Opendoor in particular, and iBuyer in general, including Redfin, along with mortgage providers like Rocket Mortgage, have some of the best leading indicators on the housing market, says Mike Del Predi, an iBuying market analyst and scholar in residence at the University of Colorado Boulder. While economists try to divine where the market is going from lagging indicators, data collected by iBuyers can tell what the market sentiment is right now iBuyers know, for example, how many people are touring a home on any given day, or the average number of tours per house sale, and they know how many offers each home receives each day. This, and scores of other data points, gives iBuyers a view unlike any other. An open-door scale, the company bought 155 homes every single day in the second quarter of 2022, gives it better granular insight than most into where the market is headed. The company utilizes both third-party data on houses, plus its own proprietary analyses, which look at 120 unique home features with each inspection. And right now, Opendoor's behavior, driven by the data it sees, augurs bad tidings ahead. Right now, they're trying to sell as much of their inventory as fast as humanly possible, Del Preti says. One possible narrative is that based on the data Opendoor sees, the company believes things might get even worse. They're reading the tea leaves, he says. They just have better tea leaves than you and I do. Fraser doesn't dispute that. We are able to react to changing conditions very efficiently and very quickly because of those signals we have in our business, he says. But the data Opendoor has access to may only tell half the story. iBuyers accounted for 1.3% of all U.S. home sales in 2021, an all-time high, but some regions are more popular than others. Their model is such that they can really be successful only in some parts of the market, says Amit Seru, professor of finance at Stanford Graduate School of Business and a member of the National Bureau of Economic Research iBuyers operate in areas where the housing stock is relatively new and uniform, so they're overrepresented in cities like Phoenix and Las Vegas, but ignore states such as Missouri and parts of Texas where older homes dominate. Fraser disputes the idea that Opendoor doesn't have insight into the broader market. Its buy box coverage, where it makes offers on homes and markets it operates in, stands at 65%. This is a mainstream product, not a niche product, he says. While prices in Phoenix increased during the pandemic from $445,000 in August 2021 to $549,300 in August 2022, the amount of time properties spent on the market before sale rose 30% in the same time period, indicating that buyers were thinking harder about their purchases, a problem for iBuyers who rely on quick sales. Analysts forecast softness in the market in September, and that became a reality as Open Door sold large numbers of properties at a loss. Seru does think that the struggle iBuyers face now is indicative in some way of economic headwinds because of the way that iBuyers work. When times are good, they win big, and when times are tough, they're among the first to struggle. An iBuyer's gross profit on any transaction is in the range of 5%, according to Tomasz Piskorski of Columbia Business School, who is also a member of the National Bureau of Economic Research. When that margin gets squeezed, iBuyers are among the first to drop out because their business model is predicated on selling the homes they buy quickly at a profit. Opendoor now knows that if they buy this home, and remember, it comes at a discount, that they may end up being stuck with it for many months, says Piskorski. Del Preti makes an analogy between iBuyers like Opendoor and short-term stock traders. For decades, people bought shares in a company with the goal of holding on to them for years and earning steady returns on their investment. People did the same with property, moving into a home, living in it for decades, then selling to trade up or downsize as needed, banking the often considerable profits when they went. iBuyers have accelerated that process, flipping homes in months rather than years and eking out tighter margins. It's a fragile business model that doesn't work well when there's uncertainty in prices, says Piskorski. 
And it's a faltering, fragile model that signals, for all that it's one sector of one market, a broader economic storm that's coming. Because of their exposure to the fringes of the market, their challenges are an early warning system for what the rest of us may soon face. Situations like Opendoor, Zillow, Redfin, and Rocket Mortgage underscore that the housing market is undergoing a significant cooling off, says Piskorski. After record years of deal-making in 2020 and 2021, coupled with enormous growth in prices, things are settling down. It's like we threw a very big party, Piskorski says, of the current fall in house prices. And now we'll have some very lean years in the housing market, he says. You could call it a hangover. That hangover is likely to affect the whole market. The early signs of torpor in the cookie-cutter houses Open Door, Zillow, and their competitors make money on are likely to spread. It's supply and demand, says Del Preti, and not just in Phoenix. With mortgage rates rising, buyers aren't buying, and among the first properties to lose value are the identikit ones iBuyers rely on. And that leaves a slush pile of unwanted expensive homes. The larger crisis on our hands is affordability, which feeds well into a supply and demand dynamic. As interest rates soar, houses that were always eye-wateringly expensive are totally out of reach, as Open Door has just found out. The rest of us are waking up to that too. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more business news at wired.com slash business. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.